You are now tuned into another episode of On My Grown, the podcast. I'm your co-host, Rodney Boyd. And I'm your other co-host, Melanie Mitchell. Um, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in, of course. So um, today we have some guests. Yep. Um, you can introduce yourself first. I'll have you. you know, okay. Talk. I am Yolanda Owens, the owner of Ewe Fresh Garden Day Spa. Okay. And you, person? <laughs> person. I am Melissa Mitchell, <laughs> the uh, creative artistic director for ABO Creations. Okay, um, that's my sister, y'all. I mean, that's what they're saying. But oh, Lord. No, <laughs> just kidding. But um, so, yeah, we're going to get right into the podcast. Yep. Um, so what are we too grown for? We we are too grown to, um, you know, just take stuff that's not ours or, you know, <laughs> to, be, to, be <laughs> to fake too. like we something we're not. <laughs> yeah, we are we too grown for that. Um, the reason we say that is um, the Oscars last night, very interesting. And whatever, just real quick, they were so long. It, they were very long. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel tried to squeeze a lot into it. I liked his little bits, but it got really lengthy. But um, yeah. So last night they announced hilarious. They announced La La Land as best picture, and I was already in the middle of cussing out the Academy on Twitter. Like I was pissed because they already didn't give Denzel his award. I was pissed. I'm like, you know what? F y'all Academy. I'm mad. Blah blah blah. But then mid-speech, these, you know, Caucasian people are celebrating. They have their Oscars in hand. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we lost, by the way. Actually, Moonlight, you guys won Best Picture. And I'm like, what? It felt like a dirty trick. <laughs> they're like, hey, man, stop no, playing, even, dog. Even, like, we're not kidding. We're, we're serious. Come get it. Because, you know, Moonlight people, they was like, nah, you <laughs> no, hey, stop y'all. playing. We're we just going to sit we down and take We don't want no moral victory. It's really y'all trophy. <laughs> y'all not going to Adele us over here. But, no, they actually won Best Picture over La La Land, who was, like, sweeping stuff. I ain't seen the movie, but it has to be good. I, yeah. You know, white <laughs> mediocrity loves winning stuff at the Oscars. But, yeah, Moonlight actually won. And then they have these think pieces that came out this morning. Whoever the, the bald white man was, uh, they were like, oh, American hero, we all needed this so-and-so in our life. I'm like, he didn't do nothing but give somebody what they deserve. Like, <laughs> he did somebody do he the right thing. He's a hero for doing the right thing. I'm sure that's not something they're very familiar with. You know, history has shown. But, um, so what I do y'all mean, think about the Oscars? You just... Well, I just want to give him credit, because, like, that's a hard thing. Like, it not, was. Uh, he, not give him credit guy. for, like, telling, like, hey, we didn't really win, but, you know, give him credit for handling it so gracefully. Because I felt like the dude before him kind of was like, oh, by the way, we didn't win. And the guy was like, no, you know, sincerely, like, we're so happy for yeah, them. It was graceful. I would definitely give him that. He handled it better than I would have. <laughs> However, I ran let's not act like trophy. he just got on stage and was like, Moonlight, you know, thank you guys so much. I'm giving you a slice of my soul. Because, like, no, he just gave the award back to the people who belong. Y'all would have said where's Rodney at with the trophy. Because <laughs> oh, I'm already home. I'm, uh, I'm not, over. Like, see, y'all ain't I'm got home. a fresh one? This one dirty. I get my fingerprints oh, well, on it. Oh, too bad. I'm at the house. It's like, well, we're going to give you guys three Oscars because Melanie went home. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, was saying, I know you guys have some thoughts on the Oscars. We can just do this real quick. So, long story short, for me, I think that this year has just taught us that you have to be ready for the outliers. The things you just never anticipate Man. happening. Um, even when it comes to the presidency, um, things that we've seen Super in our Bowl. everyday lives, you know, I mean, Super Bowl, I mean, you think about all the things since like December of last year, things yeah. have been like, wait a minute, is this for real? You know, Stop it, playing. Feel, it feels like God has been playing a trick. So I don't even hold my breath anymore when it comes to things. I'm like, so what's going to really happen? You know, you almost mm-hmm. have to wait 10 more minutes. almost like a delayed replay. Um, and years ago, I really stopped attaching, um, anticipation for the award shows. Cause I yeah. feel like a lot of stuff is set up like, Oh, I hope we win. I hope we win. And you live your whole year waiting on pins and needles. And especially as an artist, I just feel like affirmation should come from just self-gratification. Yep. I mean, 
I saw Denzel stand up for somebody that we knew probably should not have won the award over him because that was a, a, a pro, it was a performance of a lifetime. But he's given fifteen performances of a lifetime. So not this, only that, but he directed the movie. I too. mean, he I like, mean he poured his you could tell he poured his soul. That was into a passion it. project. Um, and so to see him gracefully be like, you know what, good for you, bro. He's like, I'm going back to work. And because every year after year, he keeps going and does his own thing. So I'm just proud to see real artists do what they love to do, regardless of the uh, award. Yeah. For me, I would describe, I would say conscious. That was what I walked away with. I, I'm in a more conscious state of mind. I'm in that space. And I just feel that as an African-American woman and an African-American business owner, I feel that conscious we just need to be more conscious you know i think we subconsciously are drifted into things that are set up that are not made for us Mm. and and to me the oscar was was a good example of that Mm. and even when it is given to us it's always some catch it's always a catch absolutely which is hilarious um real quick did y'all see gary from chicago Gary from Chicago <laughs> is just so Jimmy Kimmel had one bit which delayed the Oscars clearly all night. He had like candy fall from the sky and all kinds of foolishness. But he had a tour bus of people in LA come not knowing they were walking to the Oscars. And it was a, um, an older engaged couple, black of course, walking to the Oscars, they phones out, taking pictures, like very auntie and uncle-y. And it and then Gary from Chicago it was so funny. He had his phone out the entire time talking to Jimmy Kimmel. He was like, Yeah, oh my god, this is amazing, my favorite actors, whatever. Jimmy Kimmel goes, I feel like you're ignoring the white actor. He said, Yes, I am. <laughs> and everyone's <laughs> laughing. And he takes a picture with Denzel and all Let's this. Let's be he honest. Takes the... Gary looked like he didn't know who they were. <laughs> he, I mean, he was like, is that the one from... I, whatever, Gary you know. looked like if it's not a Tyler Perry film, Denzel, or, or no, come on... Right, or TV right. One. He, he was just, I don't know these people. <laughs> right, so he was going to... And everybody knows Denzel. And he took a, um, a selfie with Mahershala in his Oscar. Gave Mahershala his phone, took the Oscar, <laughs> and had Mahershala take the picture. Hilarious. Um... <laughs> He was probably one of the highlights of the night. I feel like that was one of the best parts of the Oscars, other than us finally getting some of our things. Um, one thing I really want to talk about before we get into the podcast, the absence of Nate Parker. Uh-huh. I feel like um, there was so much hype last year about, you know, oh, Birth of a Nation, Birth of a Nation. Yeah, we, and then, when it first uh, premiered at Sundance, they were like, Oscar contender, Oscar this. Oscar this, Oscar that. You know, he's on top of the world. I think somewhere. cinematography for sure he should have got. They should have got a nomination for it. the movie. Was great. Um, it wasn't like oh my god. But then again, I came in kind of with rose colored glasses. I wanted to go in and be open minded when yeah. I watched the movie. Because like, okay, I'm not gonna let you know. You know, his rape allegations came out from 2000. I want to say he was acquitted of the charges, but then another young man was actually um, convicted, and then the young lady killed herself, I believe, in 2012. So it kind of made it even worse. So people, you know, were coming at this and that, like saying all these things. He's a rapist, blah, 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 which I don't disagree with at all. You know, you never know the real story. But it just really ruined the movie. No one has talked about the movie since, like, October when it came out. Like, he wasn't invited. He wasn't nominated, nothing. He was completely ruined. But Casey Affleck did the same thing, and he walked away with Best Actor. So it's kind of like... I think it's conscious. A, it's, yeah, conscious. I think the prime <laughs> example is that uh, we don't we don't have to uh, follow the same rules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, we have to continue to make our own award shows, have our own forms where we affirm one another, and really just do it for the love of the of the art. Because yeah. when you really live your life according to a standard that's not really uh, that's already set up against you, you're never yeah. going to win anyway. Yeah. You and we can't. also know we don't have the same standards. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I mean, we talked, you know, we talked earlier about Denzel and, and just doing it for the love. Like, 
you know, when I hear the stories of how he prepared for Malcolm X, you know, that role. Good and that was, that, that, that's some, you know, that's somebody who did it for the love and for, to, he's like, I got to tell the story right. I got to do right yes. to a legacy. And, you know, he was robbed of an award, but he clearly, to me, he wasn't doing it for an award. No, he, wasn't. he was doing it, as we, as we say, you know, for the culture. And I think that's what we really, as a people, have to get more into the mindset of, which is is really, you know, a huge reason of why I, I wanted to make sure you you all were featured and and mm-hmm. thank you for Melanie for you know making this possible. Um, so can we, can we just jump right jump into right into it? it. Yeah. Um, okay, sure. so you know our two lovely guests, they are both entrepreneurs. You know, a black woman with their great booming businesses. So you guys tell us about your businesses and you know how you got started and all that. Um, just a long story short, um, basically I started in 2014 homeboard during the snowstorm, um, <laughs> found some old wood. I was actually making gifts for Melanie. She had just crossed AKA and I was like, God, I just, you know, I'm bored, you know, had just turned out a Valentine's day day day. And I was just, I was home. We all were told to evacuate the entire building from, from work and we couldn't do anything because it was snowing. Right. And so we then had to, had to. Yeah. And so we had to just, you know, we had to evacuate the building. And so I had to go home, bored. I said, well, what am I supposed to be doing without going to work? And so I went home, started painting, and I put it on Instagram, sold one for $50. I said, wait a minute, this might be able to pay some bills. I did that over and over again, and I, I realized that I was then an artist. Um, months later, I started doing um, art shows all over, uh, all over the country, wow. doing murals. Um, now I've turned my artwork into head wraps. Um, I actually painted local businesses, met a lot of great people all through the power of social media. Hmm. So I'm a prime example of following your dreams, even by mistake, and then running with it, running with it once God gives it to you. So I, some follows for you, Melissa. Like, what's <laughs> have you ever been trained in art? Have no. you ever no. taken a class? Oh, you just I, I you, literally you put your paint on the racks, just like all of us in elementary school. No, really. I mean, no, I, I, so so just background about me. I was a little girl that wore pink boots with her school uniform. I was very outside of the box. But always, you know. Well, I still might do that. Um, always, little girl that everybody's supposed to be, you know, lining up for class. I'm sitting down because I just don't want to. So I've always been a rebel by heart, mm-hmm. and so artwork was just another way. For me to express that once I realized that I could pour so much emotion in it and it gave me so much back I realized that it was something that I need to do with my life and so I just took it and ran with it so what what gave you the idea to turn into head wraps like why so when I paint was um, the, uh, so the I, old I have school Louis hair. Vuitton one not no, good for you well, no I, I paint and so when I paint I don't like my hair I have a natural fro I usually have braids and some kizzy plaits so I have on a head wrap I said man I have no time to do my hair when I go to these shows. I, it would be dope if I had he, uh, had a head wrap with my art on it ah. to go perform in. So I'm like, cool, you know, that works. People are like, yo, where'd you get that from? I was like, oh, it's just one of my pieces. I said, what if I turn all of my artwork into head wraps and sell them and keep the originals? And so I had all this art laying around the house, not selling. I'm going to art shows, packing up the car with the same stuff I had. And I've now made thousands of dollars off stuff that was laying in my living room. Um, and now it's it's all over the world, literally. I have people in Kenya. Lupita Nyong'o had one on. Um, I'm waiting for Erica to put hers on. Um, Kindred Family Soul did some stuff for them. I mean, all of my favorites, all of my idols, all of my the greats have have my work now, and I'm just I'm just grateful that I listened to that voice in February 2014. Wow. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you know, keeping it moving. Okay. So how did I get started? I, you know, I was a little girl. That was very artsy, too. Real artsy, drawing, sewing, dancing, just all over the place. 
But I had parents that were like, that's cute and that's good, but you're going to go to college and you're going to get a degree. You're not going to be no artsy, no dancer. Mm -hmm. But I was really good in math. I ended up getting a scholarship um, to as for math as a minor, and I was majored in engineering. And um, I went off to college and, you know, became an engineer. But I had this grandmother who was a home remedy, all home remedy. <laughs> she believed in, I mean, she never believed in buying anything from the store. Everything okay. was always homemade. And even when I was in college, you know how you get your care packages? Mm-hmm. I would have literally trees, sticks, garlic, <laughs> tomatoes, uh, potatoes, where she would be like, take the garlic, put it in the palm of your hand, and wrap it up so it can draw out all the fling. Take these little yellow yucca sticks so they can take the mucus out of you. Oh, wow. And Oh, she had all kind of stuff. And they people would laugh because I would open up my care package, literally, and I had trees, sticks, Was your grandmother garlic. from here? She was actually from um, Louisiana. Okay, okay. And uh, but she lived with my mom. She okay. lived with us. But she was from Louisiana. But she believed in all this home remedy. So I had the power of my grandmother inside of me, and I knew the power of fruits and vegetables mm-hmm. and herbs just from my grandmother. Right, right, right. But I never really like connected because I was in school to be an engineer. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm in school to be an engineer. But as I'm in school to be an engineer, you know, me being artsy and me being who I am, and I had everybody knows me by my hair. I used to have long, thick hair, and I used to do my own hair. So I would do my hair, then I'd do my roommate's hair, and I would do their makeup, do their little face shows, and then it got the word just kind of got out on campus, and everybody would just like approach me on the yard. Oh, you do my hair? Oh, you do my makeup? Oh, you do my thing? You do my? And so it just kind of got out of control. So I was like, hold on, we're gonna have to start making appointments. So I started making, because I was an engineer, so I'm in school right, for lab. Right. You know, I got lab work. You know, we, we, we IT it. people. We got, you know, mm-hmm. we got to get to the lab, and we got work to <laughs> do. Lab so it was like, hold on, you yeah. know, wait a minute. So I started making appointments. So on my dorm, my door dorm, I would put like a little grid where you put your name and make your appointment and say what service you That's a hustle. Uh-huh. It was never that organized, but the dorm hustles. Right. And so that's kind of what I was doing, not even really thinking about Ewe Fresh, my business. I'm yeah. still, you know, I'm going to be an engineer because I'm graduating <laughs> and that's what I do. So, but I didn't even realize, the long story short, that I was actually building my business then, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but didn't even realize it. Yeah. Graduated as an engineer, you know, went into my field, you know, wow. worked all the way up corporate ladder, worked for multi Fortune 500 companies, was a, ended up being a network engineer, you know, became mm-hmm. Cisco certified and just worked routers and switches. I end up moving all the way up to a director level mm-hmm. where I end up um, having about 50 engineers working for me, you know, all around. Mm-hmm. And this is what I did. But on the side of all of this, the core of me was still there. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm still doing, I mean, I could do so much. At one time I was doing fashion, one time <laughs> I was doing art, one time I was doing tear decor. I was always doing something in the arts area because I was really a little artsy little girl mm-hmm. that was inside of me. And then I, um, you know, I ended up getting married, married my college sweetheart, and we got a divorce. And after the divorce is when I really was like, you know what, I really want to do something. Mm-hmm. I really want to do me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I could do so much. But I had to figure out what it was. And when I was um, pledging in my sorority, I, <laughs> I ended up doing this face mask out of soybeans. 
And uh, I put it on, I made out of avocado, and everybody just loved the way that my skin was glowing. So I did my line sister's front, my back. I did, then I ended up doing everybody on the line. And I just kind of <laughs> ended up making this mask for everybody on the line. Then everybody was coming to me, can I get some more of that mask? I was like, look, I don't do this for a living. Right. <laughs> just something, yeah. you know. Where were you getting soybeans and all this in college? Everywhere. <laughs> I was just getting stuff. I would go to the, to the, um, to the little herb stores. Okay, okay. The little farmer's markets. Okay. And I would... Mm-hmm. That's what I would do. Yeah. What college did you go to again? I went, I went to Tuskegee, but I graduated from Albany. Okay. So okay. both schools, and it's funny because both of them know me as this person that was, you know, doing my stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And so I was in the school in the countries, you know. Both of them yeah, were, yeah, like, yeah. in the countries. Yeah, often. So I was in the country, especially when I went to Albany. Ooh, I was really in the sticks. I was finding <laughs> all kind of stuff. <laughs> and, uh, and, and so um, I ended up creating, I ended up doing a face mask. And uh, kind of started doing skincare. Kind of just kind of stumbled across it. You know, what year is this? Oh, this was uh, ooh, this was a long time ago. And so, long time ago. Long time ago. He's about years. And so, anyway, I ended up just creating this some products, and people were it was a demand. Everybody mm-hmm. wanted me to create this product, and I realized that it was my grandmother. It was really her who I picked this up from and right. didn't even realize it. Mm. And so I started, I went back to school, went back and got certified as an esthetician. And then I ended up taking some nutritional classes, a few herbal classes. Mm. And then I just went, I went in and I started making products. And I mean, it was just kind of like, it just started happening. And next thing you know, I created eRefresh. And uh, eRefresh, when I created that, um, 2008. Okay. And um, that was kind of when I started just doing it and, started really learning and started building it. And then I said, you know, I'm going to create my own skincare line. Because I always was a leader, as, even as a little girl. I was a natural-born leader. And so I, I, I you know, I, I said, I'm going to do my own line. And so I, people didn't believe in me because they were like, you're an engineer. How do right, you right. jump from this engineer true, over here to some skincare? Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. I, I started making my own product line, and I created eRefresh. And I wanted it to be... I wanted it to be real. I wanted it to be raw because that was what my grandmother had instilled in me. Mm-hmm. And so I came up with, I started off calling it IWI. What was I called? No, I called it, I, it I, is what it is. Okay. Because okay. okay. it was what it was. Okay. But then I said, that's too long. So I'll just say IWI, the acronym of it. Because, you know, yeah. I was an engineer, so everything was an acronym. Yeah, yeah, so I was definitely. like, I'm going to make this an acronym. And so I would start doing events. And so people would come up to the table and be like, Ewe? Ewe? And I was like, yeah, Ewe, <laughs> Ewe. So Ewe just kind of naturally became, and it stands for it is what it is. Okay. Meaning that whatever it is, that's what it is. It's right, all right. raw. It's all farm to skin. It's all natural. So it really represents my grandmother. So I always tell people the real founder of Ewe Fresh yeah. really is my grandmother. And so, and she was able, she, she died at um, 95 and she, she was around, you know, for a long time. So she saw a little bit of it. I, I've been, um, I was featured on the Today Show. I've been in Country Living Magazine, Vegetarian Times. And that was kind of at the beginning. And now, you know, I end up, I kind of stumbled across opening up a spa, a garden day spa. And that's another story. But it was just something that just happened. Mm -hmm. And then here I am. And now my products are at Whole Foods. Oh, wow. We're doing a big event with Whole Foods. So it's just, it's really been a blessing um, to have this product line. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's uh so I'm so glad you explained the name because I think there's you know it's always a lot in the name mm-hmm. and you know so you explained yours can you Melissa give us you know why why you decided to name your company? well um, Melissa means honeybee in Arabic and so I wanted something that would that would stand for my name that would not be Melissa's creations and so literally one night I saw these bees in a dream and I was like bees I was like what does B mean in every other language? So I looked up African, you know, African mm. languages. I looked in Asian. And then I looked up French. I saw ABL. And I was like, wow, that would be really dope if I had an international sounding name. This is like literally while I'm making earrings, you know, making some <laughs> out of wood. But when I first began really running after artwork, I said, I'm going to be a, a world-known artist. I said, as soon as I started painting, I said, I'm going to be known for being an artist. And so I started training my mind to say, this is going to be all over the world. So I wanted something that was easy to, um, to brand. And so when I was born, my father was studying the productivity of bees. And so that's how I ended up with the name Melissa. Um, he was studying bees. He was on bee pollen. He was taking it every day. Okay. And so when he had a first dream about my mom being pregnant, she saw, he saw a little girl in a yellow dress. And so the little girl in a yellow dress, they didn't know. She, my mom was barely like four or five weeks pregnant. He's like, you're going to have a girl. She's like, no, we don't know what we're having. It might be a boy. He was like, no, it's a girl. I saw a yellow dress. And so that yellow dress and that little girl was me, um, ABL. And so mm. that's why I always wear yellow. Um, that's mm. one of my favorite colors. And the, co- the company colors are yellow, black, and white. Mm. So black and white, for me, that's how life is. It either is or it isn't. <laughs> and yellow is, is that beacon, like that sunlight. So I think about honeybee. And a, and a bee is the hardest working insect in wow. the in, insect world. And it's run by a woman, a queen bee. So all of those, uh, right, all of those things really culminate to ABL creations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I appreciate the, the creativity in these names, you yeah, know. It's, it's well thought out because we, we both, and, and it's funny because I met Yolanda by dropping off a painting and she had been looking for a painter for seven years. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. To paint a, a mural. And she said, I have been looking. And she, and she runs into some big time artists. She went to school with great people. She said, I like you. I was like, I was like I'm just dropping something off. You know, I'm just, you know, and, and come to find out my client actually paid for my services get a full um, full set of services. And then Yolanda and our birthdays are a few days apart. Mm-hmm. We realized we had a lot in common. And she said, I like you. I'm going to keep you around. <laughs> and so from the first day we met, we literally had been talking about things. And so from the moment I painted the first mural here, our lives have been full speed ahead in terms of our business. business. We can't even talk about some of the stuff on camera, but God yeah. has really, I mean, when you, when you partner with the right people and right. really share your dreams, God will send you somebody to propel you to higher heights. So um, even us sitting here, she was the first person I thought about. I said, oh, we're going to Yolanda's. I mean, whatever she thinks about, oh, Melissa mm-hmm. can do it. I mean, when you find the right people, they'll, you'll be the first person they think of all the yeah. time. Yeah, and that's what it's all about. I think <laughs> that success is a part of connecting it your is. spirits and your souls and supporting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think um, that's what we miss. That's what we miss. Because so everybody's so busy trying to get it, mm-hmm. yeah. trying to get there. But you miss the, the enrichment of what it's really all yeah. about hmm. because the journey is really the connecting of the souls and the spirit and just really helping and supporting each other. That's so yes. deeper than yes. the dollar. Yeah. That's so deeper than the money. Yeah. It's so much more. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, we know entrepreneurship is, is difficult. You know, there's, there's no doubt about that. What are some challenges you all have in, encountered and, you know, can you tell us how you overcame them? You know, what, you know, what did you do to, you know, get past it? Oh, there's so many. I call them setbacks, challenges, whatever you want to call them. But I, yeah. I, I embrace them now, mm-hmm. you know, because what I've learned is that that is really what makes me better, mm-hmm. you know. 
Um, there, as an entrepreneur, there, there's there's a list. There's there's so many <laughs> that you can name. Yeah. But I I I've learned. I mean, it's it's really I count them all as joy now, and <laughs> it's it's really has become and made me so much better. Because without that, right, 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 I really could not move to the next step. You know what I'm saying? Without you know, without all the different challenges and the different setbacks, I really could not move to the next level. And I've learned through each one. I think that's the number one thing is is accepting it and um, just really analyzing it mm-hmm. and figuring out what can I do next time to make this different or what did I get good out of this? You know, what, what makes this better for me? Right. I know for me, um, having a spa, I have a lot of people that work for me now. Okay. You know, so, you know, that that's very challenging. And, um, <laughs> you know, and you learn, you know, I know at the beginning it was like, you know, things would happen, and I would kind of try to, t- I would take it, like, personal. Yeah. You know, I'm like, whoa. And then I had to learn that this was really to make it better, okay. you know, because each time I had to figure out, okay, you got to do something different. Maybe your hiring process is different. Next time you set in a different policy and a different process so you can avoid that this time, you yeah. know. Next time, you know, next time you put these roadblocks or do things that can catch it earlier, mm-hmm. you know, or later. So I'm learning that, the challenges and my setbacks are really is what makes me a better entrepreneur. Yeah, and, and she made a lot of good points. Um, I have a comical way of dealing with it. I was like, oh, this is this has to be a movie. I always call myself a lifetime movie and that, that I'm, I'm literally writing my story. And so I say that because I know that somebody is watching my reaction to the way things happen. Because mm-hmm. um, I have two younger siblings and I've always been that person. People are like, well, I wonder what Melissa would do. And so I, I look at myself as an example even for myself. I think about my past things. So I keep a jar at home of all the things God has gotten me through. Hmm. And so when I'm in the middle of whatever I'm going through, I say, let me go on this job because this is really tough. I need to figure this out. And I say, you know what? God did the same thing five years ago. He got me out of the same mess. And so as an, an entrepreneur and a business owner, even things that seem insurmountable within two two to three weeks, it won't even, you won't even remember all the things you went through. Mm-hmm. So I'm always making sure that I'm keeping things in perspective and that there's a bigger picture in mind. And it's funny because I have a box. <laughs> yeah, I have a box. <laughs> she, the jaw was too small. You need a whole yeah, box. I yeah. had a, no, but it's a little box. Yeah. I got, somebody yeah. giving me this cute little box, yeah, and I and it. I kept yeah. this little box. Yeah. And I put my every time when there's a challenge or things I'm going through, I put the date on the back. Yeah. And then I put what it is and I put it in the box. And like you said, it's a reminder of just how you overcome those obstacles. Yeah. And it just gives you encouragement and strength to just keep going. Hmm. Yeah. So you brought up something that just sparked the, the question in my mind. Um, you know, what is it like owning a business and it's like it's it's a part of you, you know, because – if some, I'm gonna be honest. You know, if something go wrong in my job. If we get bad media, don't care. I don't take it personal because <laughs> yeah. they don't know I work there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this is, you know, this is this is a labor of love. It's a lot of it's time tough. and sweat. You know, like how do you go through, you know, having a business and and not always, you know, like is, is it like a child? Is it? It, it is. So of course, I started making head wraps, and so it's a little bit different from artwork because you put it on the wall. You know, oh, it's mm-hmm. pretty. I leave it up there. They can see the thing. Like I'm, I'm looking at my artwork. And I was like, Lord, I need to add this to it. Right, I'm looking at stuff now. And so I, a couple of weeks ago, I said, oh, yeah, I got your hair right. It was cute, but um, the color was off. I didn't like it. I said, what you mean? Like, so I, I, mean, I was like, excuse me? I was like, I, was like I, I said, I touched every single hair right. So I'm like getting upset. I was like, no, I would have checked that, you know. So 
because I literally, I pack, I, I take every order, I package every order, I have, you know, I ship it, I do everything I need to do, every order. And so I was like, the nerve of her, I said, my wraps look good, you know. <laughs> and so she's like, well, it don't look like the one in the picture. I said, well, ma'am, that's, I had lights, you know. So I was trying to, I said, you know what, just mail it back to me. Oh, no, I really like your product. I just really wanted another one. I said, so why don't you just say you wanted another one? So you have to, you have to take yourself outside of it because I, I literally, am, I'm defensive naturally. And I said, what you said about my wraps, yeah. you know. <laughs> but, you know, I had to realize that, you know, everybody doesn't understand, you know, have to, you have to deal with people where they are. And yeah. so I have to really guard my tongue and not emotionally react because many mm. times it's an underlying issue. Like, Oh, I really wanted a different rap cause I'm wearing pink tomorrow, not red. So it's little things like that. Or maybe just artwork in general. I've had a couple of people that didn't pay for the artwork and I'm like, so I just spent five hours on this art. You're not going to pay for it. They're like, yeah, you know, my budget changed. I, I said, you know what? That's fine. And the pieces that they ended up not buying, I took to art shows and sold for twice the amount. So I have to look at those kind of situations and say, it's, it's a reason for it. It's going to work itself out and talk myself off a ledge because when you put yourself into it, you'll, honey, you'll be real upset. <laughs> yeah. You do, because it's, it's a child. Uh-huh. You birthed it. You yeah. know, I, I actually had a staff meeting this morning, and I'm telling my staff that, you know, this, this, is, this is my baby. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and I do, there's times that I do would take it, I took it personal when I become more, when I have people that work for me okay. who I find that don't respect the work that I do or don't respect my business. You know, I'm giving you an opportunity to work for me and you, you know, you don't, you just quit or you don't show up. You don't come to work or you don't give me, you know, you don't call in where I feel like if you was working for whoever (laughs) you would, uh, (laughs) you call in, you know, we call in, we we make sure that we, Oh, I've got to call my job. I got to let them know that I'm going to be late. But then when you work for, you know, Yolanda, you know, it's like Yolanda be no, she understands. Yeah, she be fine. I, I've called her. I'm late. forty five minutes late. Oh, she, I'm she sick. Right. I just didn't come she in. Why you didn't come in? You sick? I was sick. I just wasn't feeling good. <laughs> I meant to call you. I meant <laughs> to call you, but I didn't. You know, you know, just stuff like that. Mm. You know, that I was taking. I would really like take it personal because it was like I, I would really go out my way to help. You know, like I made sure you got your check every week. That I made sure, even if my lights might have been cut off over here, you got your check. You know what I'm saying? And because I respect that level, I respect people's, you know, work label. But you don't get it back. Yeah. So I had to learn <laughs> how I had to learn how to not take it personal, and I had to go the business route and really conduct, put business policies and procedures in place, yeah. and I had to be consistent and reinforce it. Okay. You know, and that is kind of what protected me a little bit. You know what I'm saying? For not being on a personal level. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to learn how to do that. And the other thing I had to learn was that can't please everybody. It ain't okay. for everybody. And you have to really condition your mind as an entrepreneur to know that it ain't for everybody. Okay. And and you're going to have people that just already got some stuff going They're on. They're coming to the door yeah. They yeah. already come in on <laughs> something else. And I... Ooh, I wish I, and I will find that we black women what <laughs> and come in Ooh, on ten. Could be the worst. I didn't just the Yolanda. You're like, wait, we, I, mean, I just we got chopped here. it down. We yeah. chopped down, but <laughs> we <laughs> cut low. Yeah. Uh, uh. But I like it. I've learned okay. to welcome sharp. it because that is what keeps me on my P's yeah, and Q's. That's what makes me work on a level of extraordinary instead of on a level. Because as a black-owned spa, there's a certain level of expectation that people already got before they even get here. It's, it's already true. done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have to deal with the level of 
of That's pre true. expectations that are already out there yeah. when they come in. So mm-hmm. you just have to learn to not take it personal. You can't please everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think putting the business piece in place is really what helps you to protect a lot of things is you put your business policies in place. So how did you learn about, you know, what business policies you needed in place? Was it trial and error? Do you have a mentor or, you know, just a peer that, okay. Mm -hmm. Getting hurt, getting, messing up, people doing me wrong. (laughs) Like, okay, that's not going to happen again. Thank you very much. (laughs) But next time somebody walks in the door, we don't do it like that now, you know. And so I have to, I had every time you have to put policies in place immediately. Right after, yeah, you know, and that's the beauty of having your own business because you can do you that. Change rules. I mean, you know, we can you can say, you know what, we got a rule right now, yeah, <laughs> and you can implement that rule right then and there, yeah. you know. And then I do have mentors. I do believe in in mentorship and talking. I love in getting with other entrepreneurs and just sitting around talking about things because we all share a lot. We share mm-hmm. a lot of the same same issues, the same challenges. We share some of the same things because we're dealing with people, you know, so you share some of the same things. And so you learn from each other. Yeah. Yeah, you do. How do you guys feel about, you know, you you talk about black business and supporting black business, and then, you know, you have to deal with black people. And, you know, how you always, you already talked about, you know, dealing with black people coming in the door already mad, or people try to lowball you on your prices, or try to, oh, well, you said this is carrots, and it smells like squash, like squash or something. Like, I don't know how this, be- like, you know how people are. So how do you feel, or how do you deal with, you know, those extra cousins of ours? Well, like she said, um, you can't please everyone. And mm-hmm. you have to take yourself outside of it. Um, I've gone to numerous art shows with the same amount of paintings that I came with. Um, why are you charging five hundred dollars for that? You know, <laughs> stop worrying about trying to justify your prices. Because at first I was like, well, maybe I'm charging too much. Maybe I'm doing this too much. You know, and I get online, I'm seeing somebody literally with a, a stripe of paint for three thousand dollars. <laughs> and I've had to learn that it's you can't worry about your audience. You know, you have to broaden it because a lot of times you rely on your immediate network. Oh, mm-hmm. maybe it's a friend of Yolanda's, maybe this isn't, but most of the people that I've made best business with are friends of friends of friends. Right. So it's not really your network that you have to worry about. And so as a business owner, you have to really think globally. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of times we think about, oh, Atlanta or the AKAs, FAMU, you know, people that are black, black women, you know, you think about your networks, right. but once you get on social media, the, the world is your stage. And mm-hmm. so once I started really branching out globally, I was like, mm-hmm. if you can't afford it, somebody can. Right. And I'm going to, and, and I actually visit other art shows, and she goes to other skincare. So you, you kind of find your, your your pricing niche. Okay. And then you start really visualizing who you want your customers to be. It yeah. may not be my friends. My friends may not be able to afford my $3,000 painting. But that doesn't mean I start bringing all my prices down. I start just going to where those people are. And I think uh, even doing black, brown, white, or yellow, it's knowing the value of your work and charging that and yeah. stop coming down on your prices. Um, cause I had to learn that. Mm-hmm. Um, she sent me a screenshot. She said, you know, they charging one fifty for your head wrap. Same one. She well, in Brazil. I told her, I said, she said uh, you're not charging enough. I said, well, Yolanda, she said, uh, uh-uh. um, you can't worry about your friends buying them. You can't worry about that. So I went up $11 the next day, <laughs> sold out within two weeks. That the, wow. the, the, the same week Lupita, young, um, she, Lupita put on the wrap, sold out in two days. Went up $11, um, and I'm probably going up a little bit more. And it's not because, oh, I want to make more money, but once you up your value, you change your, you change your actual go audience. Up. Yeah. It, it has to yeah. go up. Um, and, we, and we put, because yeah. we, we, we sell by passion and yeah. love, and, yeah. and we want to please, and we want to, and, and you got to decide, are you going to please and be passionate love, or are you going to yeah. run a business? Yeah. You got to make that decision. Yeah. And if you're going to yeah. run a business, you got to run a business. Yeah. And the answer to your question as far as 
people coming in saying it's squashing and carrot and carrot ain't squash. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ewe, it is what I it is. That on <laughs> it what it is, baby. I get that. But you know, the thing about it is that those I actually I actually love them people. I love them. <laughs> I love them because those that's really the ones that really makes me better. They mm-hmm. challenge me. They they challenge me. They they and I, I just love it, you know. And so I love when they come in, and I can spot them a mile away, <laughs> and I love it. And when they come in, just yesterday we were at, I was at Whole Foods. Now they, these guys they was getting to me. I was at Whole Foods. I had to go pull out my stone, and uh, and so <laughs> some extra power. I'm at Whole Foods, and so I'm setting up. You know, I doing my little pop up shop at Whole Foods, and so um, this this cup. Well, first it was this guy. He comes by, and he's like, um, so this beard oil. He was like, what's in it? So, you know, I give him my little key ingredients. He's like, oh, I can do that. I can make my own beard oil. Okay, great. You should do that's that. Good. That's good. Perfect. That's great. He was like, yeah, because, I mean, anybody can make that. He was like, I can just do I said, great. <laughs> that's great, sir. Good. He was like, and how much? You, y'all selling it for this much? He was like, for real? He was like, oh, that's too much. That's too much. I said, well, we're sold out here at Whole Foods, but thank you. You know, and uh, he was Somebody like. Mind. Get them together real great. He was like, I'm a barber. I'm a, I'm a stylist. He was like, are you, in, are you even in the industry? Oh, this is, this is how I got challenged at Whole Foods. But he was like, are you even in the industry? Who's got this much time? <laughs> oh, they got time on Sunday. Oh, listen. <laughs> they do. There was, it was going on. It was I going see. down at Whole Foods yesterday. It must have been a light and day I, of appointments for him. And I was like, him. I said, I said, yes. Um, I said, I am in the industry. I'm in the industry. And I don't even, when I think about it later, I was like, why did I give this bit all this energy? But I said, I am in the industry. I'm, I'm an esthetician. And he was like, oh, so you are an esthetician. He says, well, I'm a barber, I'm an esthetician, I'm a stylist. And I'm, he went on. And I said, congratulations, yeah. wonderful. And he was like, but I'm just saying, I could do this. I said, sir, that's wonderful. I'm, I'm very glad that you can do this. But right now, I'm doing a pop-up shop. I got a client right here that I'm trying to give some attention to. Either you're going to buy or you're going to move on. Because he kind of, it was getting real, real rowdy, real yeah. deep. And so he was like, um... So what's the key ingredients? I said, it's on the back. You can read it, you know? <laughs> and so um, I just kind of ignored him, and then I kind of went on. He said, well, you you good because you're in the industry. You know, you got it. You, you, you're an industry, so you're, I think you're okay. I said, oh, so I have your approval? You know, <laughs> and he was like, you, but you're good. I said, okay, thank you very much. I'm glad I got your approval. Now I'm going to go on with my customer. So then he moves on a little bit. Then I get this other little couple. So this this little other little black couple comes up, kind of why he was still there, and so she says, um, he's her husband or boyfriend. How much that body oil? This is this the energy was just so right. attacking. Ah, okay, Lord, Lord. and so I said, um, it's twenty nine ninety nine. That's twenty nine ninety nine. Hollering in the whole food. Oh yeah. I say, and you know, I'm remaining calm. Whole Foods is a safe you know, place. You can't be in there hollering I'm like that. I'm remain calm the whole time. And I say, yes, it is. You know, he was like, people buying that? People buying that? I say, yes, sir. We're, and I'd use the same thing. We're sold out. <laughs> so, uh, so somebody's buying it. You know, we're sold out. And he was like, oh, man. So then she says, well, you know, we make our own product line. We make our own. I said, well, that's great. That's good. Congrats you know, again. Congratulations. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. You know, and so um, she was like, so what? But it's like they, they just lost it. Like I had people right here and they just went straight into their own mind. You know, they went yeah. straight into their own little thing. Well, what's in it? Well, what did, how did, what did you put in it? And what does it do? Can you put in your, I said, listen, <laughs> it's for sale. 
Okay, would you like to sample? I will let you sample. And we have, if you want to purchase, you can go get it and you can go to the counter and they will check you out. <laughs> okay? That's all I got for you. And if uh, not, so they stood, they just hung around and then he, they got his attention, the little barber who was about to leave. They got, so you know, they all was kind of, they didn't even you. know each other, <laughs> but they all kind of got this they little all ally. <laughs> you know, they was like, you know, I said, and then when the lady, one of the ladies was there, she was like, What's going on? She was like, I yeah. can't believe this. You know, and I said, it is what it is. Literally. <laughs> and so, but what it ended up being at the end of the day was that, you know, and I, I run into this on a regular, is that one, they saw me in Whole Foods. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they trying to figure out how did how I you get got in, in Whole Foods. Right. right. Man. Okay. Right. Number one. There's got to be some special ingredient in here. Yeah. It's this black girl is in Whole Foods here. Well, how'd she get in Whole Foods? Right. And then, how you get in Whole Foods? You you know you didn't you not we doing this too. Yeah. How did you get there? What what makes you better? And so then the couple, oh they just went on, and he was like, he kept saying, we're just trying to support you. I said, well I haven't seen you bought anything yet. You know what are you buying? <laughs> I haven't seen you purchase anything. Well yeah. we just like to support. Yeah. We just like to support. We just want to know what's the key ingredients. What's the key? He I mean he was like badgering me. What's the key ingredients? Yeah. I said, but you keep saying that you're supporting. But, but you I'm trying know. to. I haven't seen what you supported, right, yeah, right. because you haven't bought anything. But I get this a lot, and what happens is that it kind of comes with the territory, mm-hmm. you know. As the journey, you have, especially as African American, as us, as we with each other, we we don't. Instead of us trying to, you know, like if she would have, if they would have came to me and said, "Hey, we got our own skincare line. We like what you're doing. Is it a way that you can, you know, give us some tips, some pointers?" Mm-hmm. You know, to show us what to do. That would be fine. Absolutely, because I do it all the time. I would love to give you some tips and some pointers. But it was kind of this attack way yeah. of how you came about. And, and and I told the young lady when she got relieved, she was like, well, I'm, I was going to call. I want to call you. I said, don't waste your time. I said, I'm just going to tell you right yeah. now. <laughs> I said, because your approach, and I, I told her, I said, your approach, you y'all were very disrespectful. Yeah. Y'all were yeah. very that disrespectful. Was a lot. Very disrespectful of, of how I, you know, just coming up to me yeah. as another yeah. business owner. And I get that a lot. I get that. Like, I get women that come in here. I had a girl that worked for me, and she wanted to do her own skincare line. Instead of us approaching each other and asking, yeah. you know, could you mentor me? Could you guide me? Mm. We, we go behind each other's back. She was, she was taking my products <laughs> and dissecting the products, come to find out, trying to get my key ingredients and then she created her own product line wow. from Ewe Fresh, called it Farm to Skin. Had, I, you know, I got hot butter grits, right? She had hot butter grits. I had Georgia Peach Ginger. She had Georgia Peach Ginger. At the end of the day, at least have the decent. I have a lawyer, though. Okay. okay? And so okay. everybody who comes on my team, I make them sign a non-disclosure, non-compete got agreement. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> my attorney sent her a cease and deceit letter. And said, you got 24 hours to shut it down. And in the letter that you signed, the non-disclosure letter that you obviously did not read, (laughs) okay, if you take me to court, you have to pay all. Your legal fees. All my legal fees. And if you sold any products. I need to run all those coins, but all the profit back. I need all that back. Wow. Immediately. And, and, and to her point, um, not to belabor the question, but um, I've, I've had several artists. Well, how do I get my stuff on fabric? Or what I need? I said, sweetheart, it took me two and a half years to figure this out. 
I can give you prayers and encouragement, but I will not give you the blueprint. And I think as a business owner, you have to separate emotionally. Oh, God, I want to help my people. I want to help my people, which is fine. But you still have to know that it's a reason why God allowed you to have your path and protect that. I mean, it's a reason why she got the calling to put farm to skin. That's her thing. You know, I'm not going to come in here and ask for her. I would never even ask McDonald's what oil they use in the Friday fries. But you wouldn't. No, right. That's what I'm saying. But I they would. would. But that's if you saying. know somebody may take your, have you had anybody yet I'm take waiting, the pattern? I'm waiting. Oh, you know oh, that's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, I'm waiting for, and, and, and that's the thing. You Actually, have to prepare uh, I'm for that. coming out with a line of uh, do-rags. Oh, yeah. Well, I had a guy say, <laughs> I had a guy say, well, my friend want to know who do your bow ties. I think he's trying to do his online, but he don't want to ask you. I said, do you really think I'm going to give him <laughs> my printer, my seamstress, and my packaging? I was like, you really think that's what's going to happen? <laughs> and it's funny because people have all these ideas, but you're the only one brave enough to do it. So like, oh, yeah. she did all the work. Oh, yeah. Well, Let me I'm just ask her. Right. I'm going to just take all Melanie's. I'm going to take Melanie ideas. We, Boom. We, we understand that because we have that level of respect. Right. But right. You, but a lot of people, people not built like that. don't. They don't care. They don't care. They, they see the money the, you make. The making. girl who copied me, she literally, I said, I printed out her stuff and I printed out myself. I said, you literally verbatimly just you took the whole thing. paste. I said, you just cut and paste. Right off the website. <laughs> I was like, Just, could you not have been a little more original? Discreet with it. Yeah. Yeah. But, it, but, it, and, and you have to prepare for that. And, and you know, you got to be prepared and for that. And you are very spiritual in the same way when it comes to, you have to protect your, your spirit man and your physical man. Like you have to be careful who your circle is. Your yeah, friends absolutely. are going to change. People going to say, well, girl, if you charging $44, you sold out of a hundred. That's X amount of dollars. So you count my money. You know, so yes. you, you have to, you have to be very careful. Like, well, you got the money. You're not like you heard. And I said, well, that's interesting. You know, people are, have started to beg for, right. for resources. And I've had to be like, um, you know, thank you for that. You don't know what I'm, and I have to be very, very protective. So I literally go home. I don't tell people what I'm making, what I'm doing. They're, they're like, also on Facebook, you going to um, LA for an art show. I said, yeah, they paying me like Oh, people grand. will spend so your money. Yeah. They'll, they'll be yeah. like, oh. You know, you oh, y'all big doing and Whole Foods. Oh, you great. You at y'all Whole Foods. Oh, y'all big. You know, <laughs> but don't understand what it takes, man. You know, to to make this mm-hmm. thing happen. You know, every and to, day and everything and every and, day. and just what it means. They just look at the outside, the intangible, and they're like, yeah. oh, she going to Whole Foods. Oh, she going to Brazil. Oh, yeah. she got this. Oh, yeah. she's doing that. Oh, she making money. Yeah. They already spinning your coins. Yeah. 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 Did you? I, I did. No, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so, you know, you basically talk about your success and how people, you know, digest your success and how they perceive it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So individually, how do you guys define success? <sighs> I mean, success could be, I, I guess, in so many different angles. I, I believe success for me will be when I be able to walk up to mom and say, you don't have to worry about this mortgage. You don't have to worry about this car note. Um, success for me would be never worrying about where money comes from. Um, resources. I mean, and, and I think I've I've come to that point probably last year where I said I'm not going to put a I'm not going to quantify how much I'm making. I want to just get it out to the world. And I mean, money has been chasing me down. I have somebody. Can I just let me just put some money in here? And I was like, I'm not even looking for money. And I think once you become beyond the monetary mm-hmm. um, success, I mean, at some point you just stop saying if I make a million, if I make a thousand, whatever the amount is, it's the reach. If I walk into a room, I've had somebody reach out to me from Trinidad there at Carnival. She said, girl, I'm in the middle of the Fetty, whatever it's called. And I saw an ABL head wrap on a girl dancing. She was bent over. I said, what? So she sends me a picture of somebody in middle Trinidad with all white on and mud. And she had on your head wrap. And she she texted me. She said, she said, I knew it was you the moment I saw her. This is all white party. Everybody got on different color head wraps. And my head wrap is in the middle of that. And I had just shipped the girl next day aired her wrap in New York. 
So she would have two wraps for her trip. So when I, when that kind of stuff happens, I get chills. I'm like, God, I'm literally all over the world. Places I'll probably never go. My pieces are right now. My head wraps are in a, um, in a photo shoot in Kenya hmm. for uh, somebody I met that lives in London. So it's like knowing myself is all that to me is success. That's hmm. turning on the TV and said, God, that look like Melissa stuff on the back of that, that episode. If somebody zoom in. Girl, your stuff on TV, you got to be careful. Somebody's stealing your work. I said, no, I gave it to him. Your stuff on so-and-so TV show? I said, yeah, you know, I'm doing my thing. And so <laughs> when people see you off the scene for a while, they're like, well, Melissa, I'll never go out. She real shady, da-da-da. Then they look up and see Erica Badu twirling in the jacket. Girl, you know Erica got on your jacket. I said, yeah, I worked on that six months ago. So that night I said I wasn't going out. I was actually home painting. I mean, literally it's happened Christmas Eve. I'm painting instead of baking cakes so Erica would have a jacket. Mm-hmm. So it's things like that. People think that you're just, you know, you're just on uh, uh, you know under the radar but you're literally working so when your work and your effort is seen on the, on the surface you're like wow she really was working last year mm-hmm. wow so for me that's success success is seeing your work speak for itself and you sit back and say wow it was worth my sacrifice yeah i, I share some of that too when i have people that walk in and yeah. they come in from paris and yeah. london yeah and i'll be like how did you hear about evie fresh well i was in paris and the lady said when you get to atlanta you need to go to evie fresh mm-hmm. You know, and so it it's, it's feels good. It That's does. what makes me feel good. But I, my success is really, you know, being able to, of course, financially to support myself and others. But legacy is big for me. Yeah. I, I'm real big on leaving a legacy because I feel like in my generation, from my family, I'm kind of like the first entrepreneur. Right, right. And I want to I want to leave. I want to be, if when I'm dead and gone, I want Ewe Fresh to be living on yeah. and on. I yeah. want my brand to be where it's still out there all over the place. It's Ewe Fresh. My grandchildren, great-grandkids, and the generation after generation right. after generation will go on. And, and that legacy goes deep within my family, but also a legacy with... With my with my culture, you know, I want other black little girls and black mm-hmm. little boys to be able to to look at me and say, "Hey, I can do that." And that's why I, I love to share. I had Upper Bound girls here this weekend, a mm-hmm. group from called Upper Bound Program, mm-hmm. and I had fifty little girls here, and you know, we we talked and we pampered them, and I talked to them about success. And my thing is that I let them know that I'm from Atlanta. I'm from Adamsville, which is right there by Bankhead, Martin Luther King. And I let them know because I want them to know that I am them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I am you. You look at me now. I own my own spot, but I'm you, and you can be me, mm-hmm. you know, and you can do what I can do. So success for me is really reaching back and leaving a legacy for my generation, for my family, and for mm-hmm. other little girls to really know that they can do what I can do. Yeah. You know, so that that's that's when I get chills. That's the chills that go through my body yeah. is that that legacy piece. Yeah. Yes. Actually, we want to take a step back because, um, you know, in, in the story you told us earlier, how important is it to have your paperwork, your trademark, your copyright, all that in order? Because uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the young... What's the girl that made Fleek? Fleek? Uh, I forgot her real name. It's like Something Rihanna or something, but... Peaches. Peaches Monroe. Peaches Monroe. But she has a real, like, regular name, but Peaches Monroe. That was her. The girl who created, you know, on Fleek. Everybody was talking about on Fleek. It came oh, from that was her. that was her little trade. She made a vine, yeah. and she never trademarked it. Oh, People wow. was like, trademark it, trademark it. She's like, I ain't got the money for it, blah, blah, blah. Now, you know, the white people got a hold of it, so now it's everywhere. You know, it's on Kitty no on Fleek. It. Not a dime. But she has a, a GoFundMe out now. Mind you, it's been out for three years. A GoFundMe out now trying to, you know, start her own beauty, her own hair That's care line and all this stuff. But people are like, girl, you should have, you know, you should have yeah, been trained my dad in yeah. 2014 when you were talking about your eyebrows on fleek. 
So now it's just like yeah, that's the thing that we you got it straight. Yeah, that that that's why it goes back to what she said on on networking yeah. and and surrounding yourself with others because a lot of us are first time entrepreneurs from family. You know, we're first time. You know, we, we, we're, t- we're risk takers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We decide that we want to go out and follow our passion and our dream, which is great. But there's that business piece yeah. that we don't know about. Because you don't, you don't do, you don't know what you don't know. Right, right, right. And so that's why it's so important to surround yourself around other business owners mm-hmm. and, and mentors and find mentors that can help guide you and talk to you and help you with different situations that you don't know about. Because we just don't know. Yeah. You know, we just, and those are some of our biggest mistakes because a lot of things we don't know. And we get caught up in the dollar and chasing the dollar and making that money immediately. Yeah. You know, I always tell people, you got to ask yourself, do you want to be rich or do you want to be wealthy? Because mm. there's a difference. Yep. Very important. You know, rich is quick, fast. Give me that dollar. Here today, going tomorrow. Give me that money, <laughs> and I got it. But wealth is going to be an investment. It's yeah. going to take some time. It's going to take some research. It's going to go through business route. Understand what you need to do p- to protect your business. You know, going out and getting a mentor, doing networking. You know, it takes longer to be wealthy, but it's long-term. Right, right, right. You know, it's yeah. long-term, but it takes a lot. You can't just do it for the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's what happens is people just go in and they don't really understand. And a lot of times we just don't know. We don't have people surrounding us to help even guide us because mm-hmm. we're first time, you know, like my family, I'm the first time, you know, they thought I was crazy when I was going to leave my engineering job and go. Go leave that good paying job. Yeah. With good, benefits. Good job, girl. You know. With benefits. And you about to go. And then you're going to do some skincare. What? It's not even market for that. You yeah. know. Yeah. People. It's funny because. Um, <laughs> Three, maybe three or four years ago, a good a guy friend of mine was like, you always wearing them head wraps. This is before I was taking T-shirts. I was taking <laughs> random fabric. I mean, because when I first started a natural hair journey, I was always on so, on the go. I was like, my hair look crazy. I'm going to put some, a T-shirt or something on. He was like, you always wearing those head wraps. You always wearing those head wraps. And eventually we weren't as close anymore. <laughs> and so it's interesting because had I kept that no person in my corner, I probably mm-hmm. would have never come out with head wraps because it would have been like, well, Ronnie, why are you always wearing a watch? People don't really wear watches. Don't do a watch. Don't do a watch. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody keeps saying don't, don't, don't. And so you have to be careful what you share around people and who you have in your circle. Absolutely. Because you could be around somebody saying, you know, nobody really buys art. People don't buy black art. I mean, why are you even doing art? I mean, I have, I've seen artists all the time. I've had artists come up to me all the time saying, why are people buying your art? I said, well, I don't know why they're buying it. I said, I think they like it. And so people have been artists for years and have not seen any of the success that I've seen. I can only attribute it to God. Yeah. And, and my other thing is, I believe that I can sell this art. I never say, God, I'm not going to sell this. I say, oh, it must be a different story. Something else different is going to happen with it. But when your mindset is a certain way and you really protect what you are and really own it and know your worth, you'll be fine. But you have Absolutely. to be okay with the, with the outcome. Like she said, it takes a little bit longer to become wealthy, but in the end you'll be more secure and your stuff will be, 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 be protected. Can you, um, each one of you all just tell us, you know, what are some, some business things that people need to look into before, you know, if they're going to pursue this route of entrepreneurship? Because I want them to at least, you know, from mm-hmm. this know, all right, I need to Google this. I yeah. need to go and look for this. My number one thing is non-disclosure, non-compete. I don't care what you got, what you're doing. Yeah. I don't care what it is, how you do it. And that's a way to wean people out of your business. Because I've had it where I'll be like, well, I need you to sign this non-disclosure agreement. And people get upset. And I'm like, so that's a way. steal from you. That's (laughs) a wean out. 
Thank you very much. Have a great day. Because people, if you if people have a hidden agenda, they're not going to sign it. And that's just a great way to wean out people that you don't even need to be dealing with. Because if people really respect your business and they have their own thing, they have no problem signing non-disclosure and non-compete. So that's just a good way, a good practice to wean people. Every nail tech, esthetician, whatever, anybody who's doing any work up in here that's going to be doing work, you got to sign a non-disclosure, non-compete agreement, period. And I, and I tell business, I'm like, my trainer, I was just talking to him, my personal trainer. I was like, do you have your non-disclosure? He was like, what I need that for? No, I said, yeah. you need to get your non So I sent him a copy of mine. I said, just take my name out, put your name in. And I said, and send it on to somebody else who may need it. Because that is what we don't have. We right. don't do that, you right. know. And he felt like as a personal trainer, he didn't do it. But you need to do that, too. Yeah, anybody you, know? you sit down with. And, and also... The first thing I did when ABL Creation was just making little wood earrings, I got my LLC. I immediately protected my name, um, protect my name. Go ahead and buy your domain for your website. Um, yeah. buy, even if you don't have your website for another three years, get go that ahead and domain. Start that. Yeah. Get that domain. Because um, I know when, I think, was it Hillary Clinton when she was running? She Donald had to buy Trump. from somebody? Donald Trump bought all, everybody's name. He bought Hillary Clinton's name. He bought all Obama. his, he bought everybody's name that he was running against. So they had to buy their website from him. And so, you get names that, that you feel, when, yeah, yeah, when, yeah, and you think of things yeah. that you may not, you may do, or yeah. things that may, like just you said, coming down the line, you just yeah. get just it. Like, I, I have so many. Like, yeah. GoDaddy was calling me the other day, telling me, something's about to expire. I was yep. like, okay, <laughs> I got to pay for Let me see if I want that one. Because I had got, you know, I get, and then if it's one that I really love, I'm getting all of it. I'm getting the package. Yeah. .net, .com, .whatever. Uh, yeah, and, that, and that's the thing. With social media, somebody be like, ooh, they doing on my grown. Maybe I'll get... Something, I'm not going to copy it, but I'm going to do something similar. I am on my ground. Right. And, and, and really, it's scary, but people are sitting around and want to take your blueprint and run with it because they think they don't have to do the work. It won't be blessed. <laughs> listen. But they'll well, come gonna, they're gonna listen. Gonna copy you all day long. Yeah. That's the thing right. you have to understand. Right. People are going to copy. Everybody got a podcast now. Yeah. Everybody. Oh, you got a podcast? I ain't know. I have not like growing up. Not like Three, four, five like... times a week for the past six months. And you just asked me if I got a podcast. Yes. Yeah. So it's... So, you know, and, it, and, it, and it's And you try separate. to come up with names. Yeah. Like, she and I both have names that if you copy, we know you it's copy. It's very obvious. Okay? Right. It's very obvious. Now, and that's I, why I, I tell people, these. do yeah. something a little unique yeah. that makes it a little difficult for somebody to copy you. Because yeah. guess what? They're going to copy you. It's going to be obvious. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then it can be very obvious when they copy yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? Because you know that. So you mm-hmm. try to really make it unique a little bit. And like you said, it's all about protecting yourself. Protect it in advance. Um, protecting yourself from a technology yeah, way, yeah. name, name, and technology from a legal. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that's protecting. the best thing to do. Go ahead and get your LOC, get your EIN number, start getting your business account. I mean, literally, I, I, even when I was, like I said, making earrings, I was already in my mindset, I'm going to be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a millionaire business. So That's me. I have a, I have separate accounts. I have things going to my ABL account. People are like you ain't got a dollar. That's my ABL account. It's a dollar in there. That's my account. Yeah. I mean, and I Pray started and I started just you know conditioning right. myself. But that's to how be you got to do. Owner. When yeah. you come out, I yeah. mean, I, you got to do it thinking you're going to be a millionaire. Other than yeah. that, why, so do, why it? do it? You know, yeah. why, why do you it if you don't win, think why that play? way? Yeah. Why? Why not? Listen, right. and that's why we connected instantly. Yeah. Um, and we call ourselves master manifestors, and we'll get into that on another topic. But really sitting out, we write it. It, writing your goals, speaking them out loud, putting it on your car, putting it on your mirror, putting it Vision in Vision boarding. My phone opens up. You see 17 goals pop up. I'm like, okay, this is my 17. Okay, why am I not doing this? Every day, every single day that I go home, I do something <laughs> towards artwork. 
whether it's doing an order, whether it's working on my website. Today I finished my entire portfolio, sent it out to very high-profile clients. Every single day I'm doing something. So people's like, well, what you doing tonight? I'm working on my business. You have to. It's a 24-hour operation. And part of working on your business may not necessarily always be doing. Yeah. You know, part of working on your business could be, like for me, meditating. Yeah, working on yourself. Um, meditating and imagining and just being still. Yeah. And, but you're, but you're, you're in the spirit. That's part of working on your business because yeah. as a business owner, you you gotta have balance. Yeah. You gotta be balanced. You gotta be stable, and you gotta be insane. You gotta you gotta do the self work because you know as a business owner, there's so many areas that you gotta do, and you you have to be solid. You gotta yeah. be solid. I mean, one of the things with Oprah, what stuck with me was one time Oprah said, um, she they interviewed her and they she said. Um, she interviewed so many people. She's interviewed, you know, everybody. Michael Jackson, yeah. from you know, from A to Z, famous yeah. people. And she said the one common thing she asked each person, if you had a chance to do it all over again, what would be the one thing that you would do differently? And she said the common denominator across everybody, including herself, was that if they had a chance to do it all over again, they would be more relaxed, more in uh. tune more calm and now where i am the journey that i travel i understand that now i get it you have to have it you know i get it is that sometimes as entrepreneurs we're we do 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 we move we move and really it doesn't require a lot of that because if you in your passion and you in your purpose it's already done anyway Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. and the doors open through spiritual through your spirit yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you you move through really through spirit, you know, through the universe. And once you connect and you realize that, you can be more calm and you can be more relaxed. And you will see things that just be happening and you didn't even do it. You mm. did it. Yeah. But you didn't. It wasn't actually an action, right. like a physical action yeah. that had to make that happen all the time. You still have to do the work, but I think you can you can slow it down a little bit. Yeah. You know, and work in the pace of the of the universe. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Melissa, just real quick, uh-huh. you still balance a full time job as well. I do, I do. You know what? What you know? What do you have to say for those? You know, y'all sleep. I'm grinding. You know, those people that are I, and, and, and <laughs> that like, are or maybe trying to balance the same thing. Yeah, yeah, you know. You know <laughs> I, I I battle those people every day. Girl, you need to go and quit your job. That's thank you for that information. Um, I think that it has to be a personal decision. You need to have a plan in place. Right. Um, I don't have a safety net. I could just jump, you know, my dad's not here. It's me, my mom, my sister. It's us, you know. And so I don't ever make decisions based off of emotional things. Even when I have a bad day where I, could, I make this much money in a day. Like, I don't need this. Like, even that. My but, man has two jobs. But, right, I was just but, thinking you know, that. Really, but, 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 wisdom, but wisdom is why not make 200000 Right. right? Why, why, why come down off of that job until it becomes uncomfortable to where I have to make a decision whether it's my job or my art, I'm going to keep balancing both. And I, and I just got a raise and I got an award in the mail that I didn't even know I was getting. My boss is like, I nominated you. You're doing such a good job. I'm like, I'm doing a good job. You know, and you don't realize how people are watching you because she said, she said, I see you come in every day, work your tail off. And then I hear you go home and you work off again. She said, so that to me is commendable. So I pour myself out everywhere that I go. And so you don't know who's watching that. So and you never know who you're touching while you're at that nine to five. Right, right, so right. don't jump ship just because oh I got an idea I'm doing it right now. I I say that my job is my investor. So every time I buy a canvas, I say oh my job is it's in one of my investors. My my check this week I take money every week from my check to put towards my artwork. So if I'm buying a brush, 
buying a ticket to somewhere. It's literally my job is investing into my com- my personal company. So I tell business owners, even today, if you could balance both and it makes sense and you have the ability to, why not do both? Because some days I don't do art every day. Like you said, I may just go home and meditate. Or I may just, just go to art show the, day, the next day. But it keeps me balanced because I am in IT and it's such a high mental yeah. job. Yeah. Having artwork allows my brain to still be stimulated because it's really the same stimulants. It's just that I'm using my using my paintbrush instead of my hands on the computer. Yeah. So um, I actually enjoy doing both. And I encourage anybody that's talking about doing business, allow yourself to have a plan. Don't jump ship. Give yourself six to ten, you know, six to six to twelve months just to come up with a plan what you're going to do next. But don't go jumping from your job because you see people sometimes rise and grind doing all this stuff and you don't have a plan. Um, it sounds good to say I'm an entrepreneur, but it's a very painful, you know, journey. Because I mean, because if you don't make money, you're not going to eat literally. You know, at least when you have a nine to five, you got you got a little bit of insurance, you got those benefits, you have those that guaranteed check. But it's enjoyable right now. But when you start talking about an entrepreneur, your only way you're going to eat is if you work. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll know. Yeah. You know. You'll know. I mean, I, I juggled. I parallel for a long time. And you'll know. You'll know. Everybody has a different journey, different path, different way. And yeah. when it's time, you'll know. You'll know. It's not It's not something you can say that when it does this, 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 then yeah. I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. You may just wake up one day and be like, just, it's time. Yeah, that's what happened <laughs> with me. Yeah, I've heard I, several I worked, people say I that. Worked, I woke up one day, literally, like, I'm not doing this and said it's time. And and that was the day. That yeah. was the day. And I wouldn't, you wouldn't have never told me that the day before that was going to be the day. Hmm. Or the week before that that was going to be the day. It was literally that day. Did you skip into the office? Or? I, I was working from home, actually. Oh. I just got a raise. <laughs> yeah, look. And, um, the best time I, to leave. I had just got a raise. And, I mean, my job was good. It wasn't even really a reason for me to leave. I actually enjoyed my time. job. Oh, wow. Yeah. But it was, it was just, it was that morning. It was the spirit that just, said, it, it's time. And I knew it was time. I to that and I, I went and told my boss, I said, you know, it was really, it was crazy. It was like, I don't even know. I can't even believe that I'm doing this. You know, I said, but it's like I'm being, I'm, I have this inner spirit that was pushing me so hard that I had to do it. And I had to do it that day. And I did it. And I actually gave them like a five-week notice because I was working on a big project and I didn't want to leave them hanging. And that same day that I turned in my resignation, I left to go take my daughter to ballet. And uh, here we are at Atlanta Ballet. I'm sitting in the parking lot and my phone rings. This is the same day that I turned in my resignation that I was really just crazy. I couldn't believe that I did it. (laughs) And because it was like, it was just something was in me that was moving that I had no control over. And then that same day, I'm sitting in the car with my daughters at Atlanta Ballet, and uh, I get this phone call. My phone rings, and it had a New York number on it. And I was like, who is this from New York? And I started not to answer it, but I said, answer this. So I was like, hello. And they said, I speak to Yolanda Owens. I said, this is her. They said, this is, um, I I think her name is Cassandra Nelson. This is Cassandra Nelson from the Today Show in New York. And I said, the today, the today, the today, today, today show? show, today, today, like the today, today, today like today, not today. yesterday, <laughs> today. And she was like, "Yeah," she says, "We got your name out of the Country Living because I was featured in Country Living magazine, okay. and they wanted to feature black. Listen, black, and I will see you the clip. Black women, well, not not black women. I just happen to be black. I was one of the black ones, but women <laughs> okay. entrepreneurs right, right, right. leaving corporate America. Hmm. <laughs> Is that my sign? 
<laughs> Did you hear me? Yeah. And it was on that day that you had turned in. As a matter of fact, I quit my job today. Right. And I told her. And they 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 flew that, down. That even more of a narrative. They flew down, did the whole little thing, and then I flew down there, met little short Matt. And uh <laughs> we had a good it was a great it was just a great experience, but that was a confirmation for me on that day wow. is that when it when it when that spirit hits you you gotta run you gotta yeah. follow it got to and you gotta go even when you, you look at your bank account and it like, don't add up sure <laughs> it's Yolanda it's Yolanda Yolanda I gotta sure rebuke got? this spirit yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this check ain't you clear even when you yeah. look at your bank account and yeah. you like wait a minute is this for me <laughs> this cannot be for me yeah but yeah and that that's when you know you yeah. know oh. no. beautiful um Okay, um, we can start, you know, wrapping it up because it's been a great conversation, ladies. Um, okay, so I'll do this question and you do the last one. Okay, so in one word, um, characterize your life as an entrepreneur. Just one. I'm going to give you some time. I know um, it's a lot favorite. of Boom, there it is. Um, you said favor? Favorite. Um, like I said before, there are many artists, many creatives that have come before me that will come after me, but nobody can tell my story the way that things have happened for me. I literally get tears in my eyes. I was like, you sure? Me? It was like, yeah, you. You're the person we've been looking for. And I was like, wow, this is nothing but God's favor. So my stuff is favorite. People look at my artwork, stare for hours. I've never been trained. I, I can't even explain the things that I've been able to do with artwork, and I know that it's because of God's favor. Hmm. So that's my, that's my word, favorite. You said describe yourself as an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. Your, your life as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Electric, magical. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's me. I, I feel that um, it's magic. I feel. I mean, literally, I feel like sometimes I'm like in this magical world. Like I'm yeah. just it's like Wonderland in here. Yes, <laughs> I, you know, you have to come here at least once a week to get recharged. I, I do. Yeah. I feel very electric and magical, almost like just like a. Like just shining, you yeah. know, like just like when I touch somebody, Magnet, it's, it's, yeah. it's electrifying. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I was having a very long day before I came here. Yeah. And I was like, you know, we're gonna knock this out, get in and out. And then it's like the moment I stepped in and here, I was like, yeah, I was like, you know yeah. what? Yeah, this is gonna be a good interview. It's gonna be a good day. Yeah. You know, so I, I definitely can yeah. can, can validate that. that. Yeah. 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 That's what I do, and that's and and I make sure that energy is. In here, it's all cleaned up, and I, I, I burn sage. I put oil. I be putting stones. Yeah. I'm doing everything yeah. because it's so important for me that when you walk through that door, yeah. that you get that energy. Yeah. Yes, well, it's here. If y'all y'all want to come and visit, please <laughs> be fresh. It is what it is. It is what it is. Well, I had a few. Just two last questions. So, you, you know, would, is this technically downtown Atlanta? Yeah, yeah, south would, of downtown. What um like what made you pick it? You know what you know what made you fall in love with it? You know like how did how did Ewe Fresh land here? That's a good question. But I think what made it be here is because I am a very artsy person, and this is an art district. Okay. This is known as an art district, so it fits my my personality. Mm-hmm. You know, it fits who I am. It's not real stuffy. It's real, just a laid back art district. Um, I'm so glad I did pick it. Because we got the Mercedes-Benz Stadium yeah. one block away. 
We're building right behind me in the field behind me. We're building the Hard Rock Cafe oh, Hotel. Casino yeah. um, too. Look at that. Just, I, most probably, but we're doing the hotel first. That's crazy. And uh, I've been here. I've been here seven years. Oh wow! And I've been here really when and there's not walk up traffic over here. No. You know? And so that's another beautiful thing because. You know, I'm not in a walk-up traffic, so that's when you know your business is moving, when you are yeah, grabbing people thing. from every different way that's finding out about you, and then they're finding you refresh. So so the answer is that I was led here spiritually, but I know because it fits my personality, the art district, mm-hmm. and it fits the environment. Because, you know, you come in here, it don't look like a typical spa. And so I think it had to be in a kind of a crazy, yeah. artsy area to be able to 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 get this yeah. to be able to accept it, so I think it fits the neighborhood. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, and then the final question, um, not really, but kind of um, <laughs> excluding your business. You know, what companies do you or company do you look up to? Hmm. <laughs> Lately, I have been studying, and um, they're not African American women, but I, the story of Sarah Blakely has stuck with me um, very strongly. She was. Uh, she was. A, she became the first self-made billionaire. She's from a little country mm-hmm. town in Florida. Went to yeah. FSU, right around the corner from FAMU. Um, she created Spanx. Yeah. And so I've, I've listened to her interview about a hundred times, and a couple how, of different things about. How old is she? She's barely forty-five. She's okay. Like, so she's yeah. yeah she's, she's in her mid-forties. Yeah. yeah. She this, wow. She became a self-made billionaire probably last five years. Five okay. years. But but anyway. But so. Her story is she could she had a nice pair of slacks, couldn't feel the butt, you know, she didn't like where her butt looked in them. So she's buying designer stockings, cutting the feet out, trying to figure out how to do it. And so her business model was sitting in the middle of her floor, packaging all this different stuff. You know, every night she was going home, selling fax machines in the daytime, coming home, making stockings at night. And so her big break came when she said, I got to get my, my product in the hand of Oprah and some other big people. She sent off packages everywhere, right? What do you mean by big people? Well, I mean, big nah. names, you know, nah. big names. Nah, We're not fat, but like big names. And so one day, Oprah's makeup artist said, you know, you need to try these stockings. You know, I think this might be something nice. Oprah puts them on. The next day, 30,000 orders the next day. Wow. And so I always say, my, my <laughs> motto is, we're one person away. And wow. so yeah. reading That's Sarah's... motto. That's our motto. So, <laughs> I mean, literally, one person can change your whole life. And yeah. so getting my head wrapped and my artwork in one person's hand mm-hmm. every time, every month has changed my life. I mean, um, in January, on Founders Day, in fact, my friend said, you need to go meet Yandy Smith from Love and Hip Hop. You need to meet her. You need to meet her. You need to meet her. I said, okay. You know, he said, well, take some raps with you. She may want to rap. Long story short, she she sees my raps, falls in love with them. She said, you know, I'm coming out with a clothing line, a whole website, global, you know, global exposure. Would you want you want to be my hair wrap designer? I said, you want me to design your hair wrap for global? You know, that makes sense. I'm, I'm talking to you on the day before about trusting God, doing all these things. I designed these wraps for her. She falls in love with them. She said, you're going to be my in-house designer. Not only are you doing my, my fall, winter line, you're doing my spring. We're gonna do, we've already talked out the rest of the year. But one person changed the whole spectrum of my 2017. And that was just in January. So every month has been somebody else that has just been the... I mean, literally changed the paradigm. Yeah, every month has been somebody else. And so... It was after she did this art. No, really. Oh, wow. We had a conversation mm-hmm. um, January 2nd, and my life hasn't been the same. And so the Sarah Blakely's and the Melissa Mitchell's and the Yolanda Owens of the world, one person has changed our life. And so I want whoever's listening to know that whatever business idea you have, you get it in the right conversation, the right person, it can literally take off within 24 hours. So I'm, cool. we're both, you know, and, and we don't even want to talk about her... Uh, 
her whole food story. I mean, it, these are people that you have on your dream board. You think you can't even get in touch with. And she and I were like, Oh yeah, I'll be talking to them soon enough and believing that dream and it happening within 24 hours. So that, that's the kind of faith you have to have when, Absolutely. You, when you want things to happen. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love Sarah Blakely too. I love her story. I, I, what I do is I actually read. That's what I do in my spare time. I read entrepreneurs like yeah. successful businesses. Yeah. Like I've read them. Sarah Blakely's, uh, Whole Foods, Whole Cake Space, yeah. Yeah. Google, Yahoo. I Uber, read their stories, Instagram. and yeah. I, I love to see where they came from right. and how they got from yeah. where they are to where you know where they came from to where they are. And, and one of the stories that I love is uh, John Mackey, who is mm. the the founder of Whole Foods. Hmm. And it's funny before I even got in Whole Foods, I read his book called Conscious Capitalism. And what I loved about conscious, what I love about, and it's funny, but what I love about Whole Foods, I didn't even know I was going to really be in Whole Foods, but I spoke it and I put it out there. Next thing I know, Whole Foods walks through the door. I didn't even go to them. They came to me. They had been following me, scouting me, and they said, we want to put the refreshed skincare bar inside of Whole Foods. And it's funny because I'm, you know, I'm a Taurus, and when they said they want to put me in, I'm like, well, I don't want to be on the shelf. Yeah, you I know, need to I'm, I'm not a shelf product, okay? Yeah. And they were like, oh, we don't want you on a shelf. We want to create a bar. I said, well, I need a refrigerator. They said, like, oh, we'll give you a refrigerator. I said, I need an ice bin. Oh, we'll give you an ice bin. So I was able to get in Whole Foods exactly the way I want, but I had already been studying um, John Mackey because I decided after I read his book that I was going to create my business model after his after what he did at Whole Foods. And what I love about his business model and how he does Whole Foods is that he does conscious capitalism. He got away from that traditional yeah. um, that traditional corporate America world, the yeah. glass yeah. ceiling type yeah. thing. Yeah. He got away from that, and he says, I'm going to build a company with consciousness, yeah. and I want people to embrace their individuality, and I want people to have empower them to make decisions and do things. And so I love that concept, and I say, you know, I'm going to take this business model and I'm going to apply this to e-refresh because that was really me. That's who I am. You know, I came from the corporate (laughs) ceiling and I I wanted to do the opposite, Mm -hmm. you know, so I like to bring in people to embrace their individuality, just to do who they are and empower them to make decisions. And so that's how Whole Foods came about. And the next thing you know, I'm in Whole Foods, you know, Mm -hmm. and then like um, with Melissa, I was just telling her when we was in their painting, I said, Whole Foods came to me and we're in the bar and we're loving it. And then I had a meeting with Whole Foods on Friday and she says, well, we were talking about E-Refresh, you know, in the board meeting. And I was like, y'all was talking about E-Refresh? And she was like, yes, what were y'all saying? And she said, well, they're building a a flagship store on 14th and uh, West Peachtree. That's going to be the flagship store in Midtown. It's going to be a three-story Whole Foods with a high rising above it. And they had already told me that they wanted us to be in there um, early last year, and they were going to make a bigger retail space than what we have at Ponce. So I was excited about that. I was like, yes, we're glad. So when she came to me and said they had an update, and I said, okay, well, what's the update? And she said, well, we want to know, does E-Refresh want to partner with Whole Foods? And I said, well, what does that mean? She says, well, we want to build out. We want to build, we want to take a spa. We want to actually have E-Refresh second location inside of Whole Foods. Look at God. Lit. Man. I said, yes, yeah. <laughs> I would love to be that. Yeah. And so, you know, and for me, it's, it says a whole lot because it's like, you know, I just look at my background. This is just little you know, girl from Adamsville. Little girl yeah. from Adamsville. Grandma yeah. just sitting in sticks. You know what I'm saying? That, that had a dream and had yeah. a vision. Yeah. And here I am 
in Whole Foods. Mm. Not, not just in Whole Foods, not on the shelf, not just a product there. But my presence, my brand is in Whole Foods. And now they want to partner with me yeah. and build out, and it becomes my second location, you know. I mean, it's, it's very, it's very just, it's a dream come true for me. Wow. You know? It really is. And, and like you said, my brand, you know, then I, then the, I think last week, the, and then that Tuesday, I get a call from um, Malik, Malika, who is the makeup artist of Gabrielle Union, and they, they're in Australia. And so they FaceTiming me. Malika's FaceTiming me. So I'm pulling off. I said, let me pull over on the side of the road. Who is so, it? Which I want. Yeah. And so I didn't even know it was them. I just thought it was Malika. So Malika's FaceTiming me. And I'm all like, hey, hey Malika, what's up? <laughs> Yolanda, we're in Australia. It's Wednesday. I know it's Tuesday there, but it's Wednesday here. And I, she said, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm like, okay. So then she brings in Kelly Rowland and Laura uh, London. Gabrielle Union, oh, mm-hmm. Laura London. They're all right there. And, and they're like, we just wanted to let you know that we love your products. Wow. We love Ewe Fresh. Kelly Rowland says, I have like, I had eczema and I put it on and I took it off and we just, we just love it. And, you know, and they want to do the Being Mary Jane um, um, viewing party here. It's just, you know, it's just a great, like you said, it's, it's, a, it's great and it feels good when you know that the hard work that you put in is just yeah. moving through. And it and it, it's moving through on its own. You know, it's just moving through through the energy and the yeah. vibration. Yeah. That's what's moving it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's I mean, because at the end of the day, anybody can make a skincare product. Yeah. People can make a wrap. But it's, it the, it's the energy yeah. and the vibration and the passion that is in, put into it that's really what's the movement and that's what's traveling and moving it around to the others. Yeah. That's really is what makes it. It's you. You know, it's your energy that you put in it, and yeah. that, and it feels good. Yeah. It feels good. That's success. Yeah. It's, that's success. <laughs> that's success. Yeah. I don't know about y'all, but this inspired my hustle. You oh, know? Yeah, and, and and just yeah. being more intentional. You know, one thing. You know, I have if for my 2017 is always about being more intentional. What am I using my time for? You know, whether it's working out or just eating right. But you mm-hmm. know, kind of doing that research and 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 really given time to the ideas that I have, you know. So and that's really why I wanted to do this podcast. You yeah, know, like good for you. I, I think a lot of twenty sums we're at a point where it's like, man, I you know, I tell my mom all the time, I said, Mom, I got about six billion dollars worth of ideas right now. <laughs> I haven't done anything with them. It's just it's about six billion. It's in here. It's, it's, it. it's up Get to six to billion it. right now. Mm-hmm. And um she's like, yeah, she's like, you know, you should do it. You should do it. So I I want to do stuff like this so I can, one, motivate myself, but also motivate those other guys out there that have those ideas. You know, it's important that you stay a corporate and, and you, you take that knowledge you can from them. But, you know, don't – we still have hours in the day to feed our dreams or feed our hustle because you're not classically trained. You know, like you said, you were an engineer. It's and, and now what I do, I take that same corporate training. You need all of it, though. Yeah. And now I'm applying – the corporate training yep. to my business. Yep. Yep. So you there's know? value in staying there's there. Value there. It is. There's I, definitely I build value. My own website. I get my photo shoots. I I do all yeah. my own work. Yeah. I've, I've find a way to streamline my my business. So when I'm not there, I know how to. I still run my website from my from my app. She's training. So, she's so, so she's in training. I am for I her am. for her business when she does yeah. go yeah. full time. Yeah. She'll have all the corporate school uh, skills and resources to do yeah. it, and that's what I'm doing now. I take all my corporate skills right. yeah. and I apply it to a spa because yeah. it doesn't matter what the industry is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's important to be mentor and to be a mentor. 
Yeah. Um, I've already, you know, tapped who I'm going to be a blessing to. They don't even know I'm going to hand them the go. It, it, you, you do have to find, find somebody to pour into because God ain't giving you all of this just to hold up, you know. Right, right, right. So you when I met Yolanda, she immediately decided she's going to become my spiritual auntie, you know. <laughs> In the middle of the week, you've been praying where your stones at. What God? It was like, oh, God, you know. <laughs> so you just don't know how, how um, in, in, impactive you are from one person. So from being with her from January 2nd, it was a domino effect in my life. Mm. So one of my friends I was with the other week, she said, I painted with you for an hour. I got the raise I've been waiting on for six years just because of the prayers we had being together. But she was ready to receive it. You, you have know, to be I ready. gave it to her and yeah. she was ready had to, to be receive ready. it. Okay. And it was time. And that's the key is you yeah. got to be ready to receive. Yeah. And she was ready. She took yeah. it. She took it that Listen, day. I was like, oh, I'm right. ready. I'm she ready for it right now. now. Give that's... me all of it. <laughs> right. But I do want to say this about you guys. I'm, yes. I'm very, I'm in very, I'm impressed. Yes. This <laughs> I'm, setup. I'm really proud of you. <laughs> yes. Thank and you. I think this is wonderful. I love it. I mean, yeah. as young people, y'all are doing what you wanted to do. You're doing it early. Doing it now. And you're being smart about, like you said, you're interviewing people who are doing it but you kind of is pouring into you you're right you're you guys right. are learning here from like, us right. i'm very selfish from this no. interview yeah. i give y'all, y'all what i want to hear right yes <laughs> and i think that's great yeah. and i mm-hmm. i'm i'm impressed I, I love all this little say, this, what kind of camera is you that? know what, what i'm saying nice. i mean this yeah. y'all hear this yeah you know what i'm saying and yeah. i love it and i love how y'all y'all little y'all energy together is really good y'all <laughs> yeah. have great energy together and i think that's well, wonderful so Keep up the good work. I appreciate yeah. that. Um, Yolanda, I want to make sure I give you a chance to tell us about the event you're having this week because our listeners are in the Atlanta area. They they will be mm-hmm. able to make it, you know, yeah. if they know about it. So if you could t- please tell us about yes. that. Yes. Mark your calendars for Saturday. The What is that? March the 4th from 530 yes. to 830. Mm-hmm. It's one of a kind. They do not have it, but you will get it at E-Refresh. It's called the Farm to Skin Cook-Off. Yes. Tell them, Melissa, Farm to Skin Cook-Off. Farm to Skin Cook-Off, <laughs> and there'll be celebrity guests. Yes. Um, there'll be three celebrity uh, natural, I mean, raw vegan chefs in here cooking it yes. up. Yes. And so not only will they be cooking, but Yolanda's going to take these same fresh ingredients from the local farmers here and turning into and turning them into skincare products. Um, you know they call me the skincare chef, right? Yep, so I'm a chef too, but I'm the skincare chef. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna be in the kitchen cooking too. Yes. But I'm gonna be making skincare products. And I can tell you from January one, folks give me hugs. They're like this, what? Well, your arms so soft. I said, child, Yolanda hooking it up. I mean, she will, <laughs> oh, she be sending folks here I, all and the I, time. And, I, and, I, and I, I give shameless plugs all the time, not because she's a sore, a mentor, and a friend. Her products really yeah. are the bomb. You okay. got folks. FaceTime from Australia right. and that are celebrities that can buy stuff from all over the world. Right. And they come in from this little girl from Adamsville to get their stuff. <laughs> um, and I, and I, and I mean, I've seen people here. They're like, girl, that's my, I said, no, that's my spa. I'll let y'all go there, but that's my spa. <laughs> right, right. Um, so everybody falls in love with the product, but it's, it's a testament of being connected to the right people, having good product and just doing what you love. And it's in everything that you create. Yeah. And people yes. feel that love. Yeah. And you can get that. On Saturday. Yes. <laughs> 5 30 to 8 30, Farm to Skin. It's a free event. Free event. Look at so that. You it's come free. in. Okay, it's so free. Cool. You said but the magical <laughs> word free. That's, That's free. What, That's yes. what we like to hear. But now, if you want to eat, you got to buy some tickets. Okay. okay? So the, you give me, we're selling um, tasting tickets. So you okay. can buy tickets for the tasting. But the event is free. You can is come in. Is there a in. website to register for yeah, the tickets? Yeah, you, you don't have to register. Oh, you buy your you tickets are. at the door. Okay. You just come on in, oh, so come as you come, are. Yeah. There's no dress code. Just bring good, positive energy. Price, yeah, how much great. should I bring? How much money you should bring? Yeah. The, the tickets are um, $10 okay. um, a ticket. You can get a bundle for 25 Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. there's so. like four. It's going to be like, I think it's four different tastings because okay. each each chef 
has to do um, a dish good. three times. Okay. Three different dish. Already hungry. Yeah. This is, this is, this is raw, yes. like, good for you. You're not going to feel bad. No, you you know, no healthy food. Yes, yeah. no cooking. Yeah. So everything is all nutritional. All the mm. vitamins are there. You'd be surprised how good fresh food tastes. Yes. Man, until you had fresh food, you don't really you don't really you know until you had it. <laughs> you was like, yeah. what am I like, like, eating? Eating? No. like when she was, I was eating. I some said food. you could taste the fresh and she said, the green Ooh, beans. These beans. I said, aren't they fresh? I said it tastes yes. fresh. Fresh. I yeah. said I've been through four thousand. Yeah, I mean, but I played. You can immediately yeah, taste freshness. Yeah. Yes, I had can. some oranges from a farmer's market. I said this. Say regular regular orange. Yeah. Different juices. Yes. Juice. yes. yes. So, so, yeah. It, it's important. Yeah. So the event is a really fun event. It's funny. We laugh. It's good. Yeah. It's music. We have DJ. So we entertain in between the chefs while they're cooking. Uh-huh. So we, 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 we have a little fun. Doing it only our the only way our people can do it, you know, what which a good is, is very unique. <laughs> in, and you know, and that's what people love about this event because it's like black people coming together. In a healthy way, yeah, yeah but having that's fun, right? So that's that's making what it makes cool it cool to be healthy. Yeah, that's what make, making it All cool right. to be healthy. That's good. I like that. Um, in addition to that, um, on my grown is co-sponsoring event Thursday and Saturday. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so Thursday we are doing from me to we um, banking and buying black. So yes, you know that's part of the reason like that. we wanted to feature yeah, you all timing. is that. Um, you know, it's as a community, it's important that we not only have businesses, but that we bank with these black institutions yes. to yes. give the business, lo- you know, these entrepreneurs, yeah. you know, the business loans if they need it. Mm-hmm. So come, if you're skeptical, if you're, if you're curious, please come out. We have yeah. a very diverse and mixed panels, people from the banking industries, local entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. it's community mm-hmm. activists that like are helping people, you know, and, and learning about like buying a home. You know, we're really trying to give uh, the people, you know, as much information Absolutely. as they can. Mm-hmm. So then you can join us Saturday morning where we'll be at two locations at Citizens uh, Trust Bank and opening up accounts. So we'll have some extra Pretty staff good. on and for you all to get that done. So please come out. You know, yeah, Yolanda, right. Melissa, I can't thank you all enough for thank you guys. talking with us. Um, Anytime. Wonderful Again. businesses. Of course, Melissa's my sister. So, you know, I have head wraps and stuff all the time. <laughs> Pain, Look, whatever. Yeah. Everybody get a head wrap. Yay. Yeah. So. Of course, so, get my sister Ted Raps. Um, follow her at ABL Creations. I will A-B- shout them out. A B E I L L E Creations on Instagram. Um, and my website is melissaamitchell.com. Okay. Yes. And then, Miss, dear Miss Yolanda, uh, I don't really, you know, get into skincare. I'm young and ignorant. I just put Vaseline and stuff in my face. I don't really Ooh, be care. we're going to change. No, it. I don't put Vaseline <laughs> in my face. we're going to change. Right. It. But when I came here, mm-hmm. I was like, this is amazing. Like all this stuff, this natural stuff. And what I find so inter- interesting is that. Your products need to be refrigerated. They have expiration dates because they are 1,000%. And you know, natural. that's so funny because when I talked to Malika, she said when her and Kelly Rowland and all them was around, they was more excited that I had an expiration date. <laughs> that's so cool. Like, usually you, you keep some pond stuff on the counter forever. Yeah, and you just throw it away. You shouldn't have it that long. Yeah. yeah. The expiration date is critical. Yes. But so yeah, everything's we fresh. We got to get you off that Vaseline now. Oh, and I just put it on my lips. I might just like. Clog it up. Yes, you, I'm going to say this real quick. Right. Vaseline is a byproduct of gasoline. Oh, so just let you know. So that. there's that. But anyway, we'll talk cool. about that later. That's another story. It's a whole other podcast. Yes. So uh-huh. don't put it on my lips. Okay. You cool. don't need to be using it all. Oh. That's yes. my lips but you can find me at Ewe yes, Fresh. Yep. Instagram is Ewe Fresh. I W I Fresh. Facebook is I W I Fresh. And what does Ewe stand for? It, it is, is what it is. is. Yeah, we learned yeah. something today. <laughs> Yeah. I don't have no wisdom here to reflect. I think we reflected and had enough yeah, wisdom. This, this yeah, this was a lot of wisdom. We don't, you know, we want, don't want to take away from this. So right. 
I hope run this episode back, get your notepads and and yes. you know just just bask in in this man. Yeah, this was great. Absolutely. Thank you guys. So, right. thank you for joining us.